Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in and a warm welcome to the Discussions Delivered podcast where we engage in discussions that truly really matter to you. I'm your host Surya Pastricha and in this podcast I interview some truly exceptional people and leaders from a variety of backgrounds from across the globe. I hope you all get to learn something new from each episode of this podcast specially curated for you. In today's episode we have Major Vandana with us who is an ex Indian Army officer, career coach TEDx speaker and an HR industry leader her military contribution to the Kargil war of 1999 has also been recorded and commended in the military history of the army ordinance corps major vandana is also the linkedin top voices india for 2019 and has been awarded as a women icon asia pacific by berg singapore she is also the co-founder of three an online platform empowering women to build an ecosystem for female entrepreneurs. Three is not only a platform where you learn and shop from women entrepreneurs and experts across the globe, but is also a life-changing opportunity for women to showcase their skill sets and thus feel empowered. Recently, the venture was recognized as one of the top 10 women startups 2020 by the Women Entrepreneur magazine. Major Vandana has 24 years of diverse experience across multiple sectors her contributions include many value chain projects and people initiatives across organizations like wipro gmr group tnt and teamlease in this episode major vandana talks about her journey of leading in the army to leading the human resources division at companies like mintra and holiday iq what's special about this episode is not only that major vandana talks about her experiences while serving in the army but she also talks about startups women empowerment and a lot about how you can be a good leader even in extremely challenging and difficult situations this episode is truly going to be life changing for a lot of you and i promise that you are going to learn a great deal from this one so without any further ado let's just jump right in and hear out from major vandana Welcome to the podcast Major Vandana. Thank you so much for joining us. It is really a pleasure hosting you today. Thank you so much Surya. Lovely being here. To start off with, I mean you have served in the army and have done a bunch of other tremendous things like giving a TEDx talk and starting your own venture. But while reflecting upon your career and your journey with the armed forces, how did it all start? Like did you always wanted to join the army since your childhood and how was that military experience for you? Okay so uh I guess this is the most favorite thing that people ask me <laughs> so uh I'd say I'll be honest I think uniform was my first love and uh that was uh, because I was born and raised in a family of uh you know armed forces my grandfather was with the army father was with the air force so when you wake up uh you are born you see uniform around you and such inspiring people that's what you dream of right so i always wished that women could fly planes women could be you know officers like men uh but uh, that wasn't the case when i was small but i definitely wished for it and thankfully by the time i came to college the government started the scheme so uh honestly i didn't have to think twice about what career i want uh, you know i that that was my first choice so i completely went uh, all in and uh, applied for uh, officer training academy uh, which is in chennai 
and uh, that's where the women train along with short service uh, commissioned officers and i made it in my first attempt at the service election board so uh, i got my dream job in my first ever interview <laughs> so it was a uh, you know like i said dream come true and uh, besides that uh, a huge uh, element of pride because uh, you know serving the nation and uh, uh, giving your best uh, what could be better than that so uh, that, that was an, a career which brought a lot of satisfaction a uh, lot of learning and uh, also from the perspective of you know staying with parents and traveling all over the country um, seeing beautiful places that was something that was part of my persona so it continued because as an officer i actually served in almost all parts of the country in my 10 years stint uh, north south east west and uh, got to see the best of uh, you know beauty uh, within the country so from a travel point of view also it was great and from a leadership point of view uh, managing people in the most difficult situations uh, you know now people are talking about hooka environment and managing chaos because we are in the middle of a pandemic i guess a soldier learns the day uh you wear a uniform because you're trained to handle uh, chaos and uh, i was privileged to be uh, posted in ladakh during the kargil war so i actually got to be part of uh, the only war that happened in my tenure uh, you know with the forces so that's an experience that uh, no theory no book no uh, experiences from others can uh, teach you have to learn that by yourself so i guess a tremendous amount of learnings whatever i am today it's a majorly uh, you know what i gained as part of uh, being with the armed forces for a decade so great experience loved it yeah i absolutely and i can imagine you know the tremendous amount of learnings which you were talking about just now and uh, which you must have gained from serving in the army essentially since when you are in the army you get transferred to sometimes beautiful places and sometimes not so beautiful places yeah yes so true so, so true <laughs> yeah and uh, that ultimately you know exposes you to so many different cultures and so many different people so i think so uh, i'll i'll just uh, uh, you know a beautiful point you raised about uh, you know uh, learning to be flexible because there are times when you are actually in paradise and then uh times when you are actually in hell in the sense you know lack of infrastructure and resources and uh, you just have to make do with whatever you have but it's a huge learning because you learn to manage with almost nothing and still get uh, get through uh, your situations and yes uh, you know other times you actually learn to manage uh effectively even if you have uh, a lot or you are in places where uh, you you are able to take uh, larger decisions with more number of resources and everything so uh, i agree with you i guess that's one of the lessons uh, you know in managing and being flexible uh, very very vital yeah and also i mean there is this uh, you know beautiful concept of buddy pays in the armed forces which i absolutely admire uh, which is you know basically while going to war or conducting an operation troops are you know divided into pairs of two and if one falls down the other personnel is supposed to take over and it is just quite like overcoming the weaknesses of other person and converting it to the pay strengths 
So absolutely. Can can you tell us a bit about the learnings which you had with the buddy pair system if you had that kind of experience? So uh, Surya, we learned this right in the academy during the training uh, days, and uh, you know you get your buddy in the academy itself. So while you are uh, a cadet, that's when you come across your first buddy, and uh, they remain buddies for life. My buddy from uh, army days is still my best friend after you know twenty four, twenty five years. So that's a friendship that you uh, make. uh you know in those formative days and it's it lasts you a lifetime and uh you'll hear this from any soldier anybody who's worn a uniform would swear by it that you know your uh, course mates your company people your unit people they become your family more than your real relatives and real blood you know so uh that was definitely the first thing and uh, the other thing that i think i significantly uh, remember and uh, learnt was uh, the strategy of cover and move so that remains my favorite till date uh, in any project uh, any life situation i always believe that uh, you know things are done best in partnership and when you have a partner you both have to cover and move by that what i mean is there are bad times when you need to cover for your buddy and then there are uh, others when the buddy covers for you so you protect each other and that happens uh, you know when you are advancing uh, for any kind of offense that you are launching so when your uh, buddy is uh, moving forward you cover with a weapon you make sure that no firing comes on your buddy so you protect the buddy and then uh, when you go forward the buddy supports you so that's something that you learn with the forces and uh, that's something that needs to be done in any relationship whether it's work or uh, you know your personal relationships that is the most beautiful thing i guess uh, that one learns as part of uh, the buddy system everything else of course uh, you know you grow together you learn lessons together um, you give critical feedbacks to each other you appreciate each other so they are almost like the family that uh, comes to you because you've been part of uh, the military you know yeah and also you know this reminds me of a very beautiful quote by sun tzu the chinese philosopher yeah. uh, to know your enemy you must become your enemy which you know essentially means to introspect and identify your own weaknesses so that you know your enemy can't take advantage of those and defeat you so true so true on that note i'll also tell you something that uh, my mom always talked about and i think it's very relevant uh, for being a soldier also which is about uh, nindak nede rakhiye which that means is uh, uh, you know hold your critics close to you so critic need not necessarily mean uh, an enemy it could be somebody who's a well-wisher but it could also be an enemy or somebody who hates you because when you learn about your uh, uh, you know flaws is when you can improve so never get perturbed with uh, a negative situation or a difficult uh, circumstances or somebody who doesn't like you so much i guess uh, criticism should be welcome because that's how you identify and that's how you can cover uh, your issues and grow so i agree with you it is essentially like learning should never stop and you should always constantly keep on learning something or the other totally totally that's mm-hmm. the only way to go forward yeah and this pandemic has taught us just that especially the students like i myself i'm in my third year of college the final year so it has you know really taught me to 
I mean, I just started this podcast. I never thought I would start a podcast. So this is a new learning for me. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And that, that's really wonderful. And now coming on to your corporate career, how did it unfold? And is it a different ballgame altogether from a managerial point of view? I'd say some parts are very similar and some parts definitely are different. Uh, the parts that are similar, I'll talk about first and then I'll talk about what's different. The parts that are similar are, uh, you know, people are the same everywhere. The leadership skills that are required are typically the same because the psyche or, uh, you know, the motivators for anybody uh, remain the same. All humans uh, enjoy, uh, you know, being admired, recognized, uh, nurtured, taken care of. So those are some of the things that each one of uh, us, whether they are in the military or in the corporate world, uh, you seek. The parts which are different are, uh, you know, the armed forces by the nature of uh, job, uh, it's hierarchy driven. So everything is top down, which is not the case with the corporations there. It's a matrix uh, sort of organizations. It's a flat, uh, you know, no hierarchy. So one needs to get used to a very different style of uh, leadership and, you know, management style. So there's a need to be flexible and learn uh, and adapt to a new environment. The other thing which is different is corporations run on the, uh, you know, sole purpose of ROI and profitability, return on investment. While in the forces, you're never taught to look at anything as an investment or profitability. It's about doing the best to protect your country in case of an aggression or any uh, situation, right? So a soldier is trained differently. The mindset with which you uh, learn to lead is, uh, you know, uh, with the unconditional uh, and, you know, completely uh, being loyal to the country and not asking any questions and things like that. So when you go to a corporate setup, you realize that uh, it's uh, a lot to do with the resources and, uh, you know, everything revolves around uh, finances. And that hits you hard because you've not learned that one skill. So that's one thing that a soldier, when they move from, uh, forces career to the corporate career. That's one thing that is very important to know and prepare for when you uh, transition. So these are some of the very, very basic fundamentals. There are more, there are several more, but I guess these were the things that I definitely very distinctly remember as being a stark contrast. And, uh, uh, otherwise I think it was, uh, you know, lots of fun, a uh, lot of things that I'd learned while I was with the army, were very relevant while I was with the corporates also. The ability to think on feet, managing chaos, uh, managing with almost zero resources, you know, still being on time, still uh, meeting the deadlines, uh, still being effective, uh, you know, leading with, uh, you know, being with, with the, uh, you, know, uh, you know, being on the front uh, always. And uh, that, I guess, motivates people everywhere. Any team, anywhere, when you see that your leader is um, actually leading by example, it can't get better than that. So those are some of the things that uh, uh, were very exciting. And yes, it's been a journey. It's been almost uh, 24 years, now 10 years with the army and then uh, 10 years with the corporate and uh, four years of uh, my own practice. Um, 
beautiful time i guess each career brought its own learning so it's been fun <laughs> so essentially whichever career you choose to go into you need to learn from scratch and you constantly need to upskill yourself and- yes yes i guess uh, so on that note i would tell you one thing that uh, i guess you know uh, when you transition out from any career to any career not just from the armed forces to corporate there is a lot of unlearning that you need to do we all think that uh, i have so much experience so i know everything but uh, what happens is the context has changed the dynamics have changed the world in which you are entering is completely new so there's so much of unlearning that is needed and you have to start from a clean board you have to forget about everything you knew and come with a beginner mindset come with a you know thought that i need to grow i need to learn and uh, rise up again so there's lots that's needed to uh, be learned so continuous learning is the way forward no matter where whichever career i guess as a student also that applies and in life also it applies it's the same thing that's really a beautiful way to look at it and also you know i was recently watching your tedx talk regarding how uh-huh. life should be an epitaph and not a resume and it really struck uh, you know it made me think that how we as individuals always run after building our cvs and making them the best but on one end we tend to forget that you know the true meaning of life uh, which is to stay true to yourself and to work on what you love to do and most importantly to enjoy life and this pandemic has some way taught us just that that life is too short to worry and one should live it to the fullest so thank you so much for you know delivering that ted talk because it was really <laughs> powerful and inspirational for me such a pleasure and i wanted to make it a point because uh, i was invited to this particular tedx i have done three others besides this one but this was at i am lucknow and uh, i had uh, gone to i am lucknow after transitioning from the army to learn about business so that was a new beginning for me and i was a student again after you know a career and beginning my career journey with the corporates uh, after that so for me uh, talking to students actually uh, you know i wanted to give a message and that's where i wanted to make it a point that whoever was there in that room or anybody who's seen that conversation they should always remember that life is so much bigger than you know chasing careers and just chasing money uh, because there's limited time i guess time is a bigger and more valuable resource than money money can come and go time never will and we only grow once you can't become a child again you can't become a youth again so whatever you have at that point in time one has to value one has to learn and for me that happened very early because when i uh, saw the war and i did spend time in kargil and you know my death uh, near death experience i would say was when uh, i faced the artillery shelling for the first time when the shell sort of crosses uh, you and falls somewhere you realize oh you're safe so that's the moment when you realize that uh, life is so fragile and uh, probably you would not be there next second so that's when you start reflecting and thinking back and you say that if i'm going to survive i'm going to make the most of this life because it's so precious so that was a moment which i always cherish and i guess that was the biggest learning of life so i ensured that every day 
uh, I spent like uh, is the best day of my life and whatever was possible within the scope of uh, things that I was dealing with. I guess that's the learning that one takes with you. And pandemic has taught that lesson to the entire humanity, I'd say now. Because we are struggling with uh, an enemy uh, similar to a war situation. And that's when we realize that life is so precious. It's fragile. Uh, the ultimate truth is you have to love your family and be with them because they are the ones who are there for you. Uh, jobs can replace you, but you will always remain very precious to your family. So these are some of the things which are very, very uh, you know, beautiful and uh, hard learnings that come with experiences and circumstances. Yeah, I mean, this pandemic has taught the human race a lot, especially people, you know, started uh, to exercise uh, during this pandemic because earlier they used to just sit on the couches and then just scroll through their mobile phones. But now they are, you know, health conscious thanks to the pandemic. Scroll and roll. I guess uh, the, the worst was <laughs> scrolling and trolling. You know, there, there was nothing positive. I don't know how many people seek positive uh, media. Everybody is just out there to get the others. And there's so much of sarcasm and negativity and criticism. So I guess it was just going in a very, very uh, uh, detrimental way. And if you want to grow, if you want to learn, uh, one has to stay focused on the positives despite any kind of situation. So those are the learnings that have come out of pandemic. Now there's so much of negativity and so much of pain and it's shared pain. Each one across the world is going through the same thing. It's not like the previous issues where Ebola is in Africa or, you know, SARS is somewhere or, you know, stuff like that. Now COVID is worldwide. So now that the first world, the third world, everybody is in it uh, together, similar situations and, uh, you know, problems have been the same. I guess people have loved, uh, you know, the time that they got forced though, uh, but the time they got at homes with families and, uh, uh, you know, being almost forced to stay home and not keep running like, a, uh, you know, guinea pig on a wheel. So it gives you a lot of time to reflect. So a lot of good learnings have come out of this experience, though, uh, you know, whatever is happening is definitely dark and I pray it gets over soon. But yes, I completely agree with you. There are lessons that I hope this generation and the next never forgets. On the bright side of it, I mean, I love to stay at home because I can do whatever I want. I mean, I can just, uh, you know, attend my college classes. And uh, apart from that, I can also do a lot of courses. And I can also do other stuff like, you know, uh, talking to you right now on this podcast. So that is essentially what was missing from uh, back from my college days. And, uh, you know, when I used to go to college, I couldn't find time to, you know, do my own stuff. So I'm blessed to, you know, on the bright side of it, I'm blessed to have this pandemic. Also, I'll add to that, that, you know, the world has become even smaller. They used to say the world is flat now, this, that, but I guess the world has become so much smaller because across geographies, people are on screen and doing calls. And uh, believe me, I mean, there are uh, classmates of mine that we had not spoken to for 20 years, 25 years, but now there are Zoom calls or, uh, you know, video calls happening with friends that we are completely... Uh, you know, not spoken or seen each other. But uh, I guess in a lot of ways in the virtual world, we did come together. And uh, uh, that is also a, a huge thing. Also from a business point of view, 
the virtual meetings the virtual businesses have gained so much of acceptance which was not there earlier like uh, i was a digital nomad for last couple of years but when i would tell them that i'm sitting in haridwar and you know i want to have a meeting it was difficult because you know people would want you in bangalore and in their office to have a conversation so that used to become a limitation but after 2020 nobody cares where you are in fact people are now sitting in manali and goa and anywhere across the world and uh, you can have your meeting so there are tons of pluses i would say you know uh, technology and uh, the best thing is while we are at home and we are told to stay home there's internet so you know information is at your fingertips you can learn anything you want the kind of time we have today uh, i myself you know forget last year's lockdown in this year's lockdowns in the last couple of weeks uh, and a little before i have started so many new things so uh, it's it's a huge learning i guess i'm very happy that uh, i never had this kind of time in the past <laughs> yeah i'm I mean, sure is the same with you yeah it is the same with me i mean i learned a lot during this pandemic i did a lot of courses i talked to so many people from across the world so yeah it has been really a fruitful experience for me as well and absolutely you know and we as people have you know just started to realize the power of internet and what uh, internet can do to you know change our lives so that totally. is really amazing the influence you can have worldwide that was something which was unheard of unknown but because of the power of internet your uh you know if if whatever your cause and it is genuine uh, in days you can become popular worldwide nobody had that sort of reach in the past so it's actually a very powerful time that we are living in definitely and uh, you know turning to you now turning on to your uh, consulting career and then talking about your ventures three as steve jobs famously said you can't connect the dots looking forward and you can only connect them looking backwards so did you see the dots connecting throughout the different careers you have had so far and how was it like um so i'll be honest i guess um, i was a little bit reckless and random yeah from the beginning as a child i mean i definitely knew that i wanted to join forces and that was a great career because my heroes were you know flying uh, uh you know pilots and people like that so i definitely wanted to do that the reason i moved to a corporate career was uh the limited career that armed forces gave to women at that point in time in india because th- there was no permanent commission and for me it was the end of the road as far as my career with the forces was concerned so i definitely didn't want to sit home and waste my potential i definitely knew that i have a lot in me and i wanted to lead and in a career where uh, uh, you know people know that i am a capable person so that's why i made the transition to my second uh, uh, career when i moved to consulting was out of passion because i had worked with startups uh, from 2012 onwards and i worked with some very very uh, exciting people who were actually um, you know making a dent and uh, creating so many opportunities e-commerce was booming uh, the speed of change was so refreshing there was so much i learned uh, being part of startup so i definitely thought that you know the way i could uh, contribute to the country with the armed forces uh, as an entrepreneur you can do equally or perhaps uh, a lot more also because you're free 
you have the capability to take decisions yourself you can create jobs you can uh, you know impact people with your experiences so that's where i thought mentoring and consulting would come in and uh, help a lot of people who did not have uh, experiences and i also learned the hard way i also there was so many things that i didn't know but i experimented i took risks some failed some bombed some uh, did really well so i wanted to help people out so from that point of view i decided to uh, move into it the only common thread i'd say surya is the fact that uh, as a woman i always was very passionate about uh, the cause of empowering uh, girls and that came from my childhood because my mother uh, came from uh, one of the villages in up and she was definite uh, that daughters have to study because when children, when girls are empowered they can actually look after their families and be financially independent so she was very very sure that all of us got the same education as my brother and uh, that made all the difference so i actually saw a phase in my life when i was a teenager and i heard people saying you know girls should get married off and my parents put up that resistance to say no we want to educate our daughters and that made all the difference so i definitely know that in the society or in the north or a lot of conservative families a lot of girls are still going through the same thing so if they see more heroes or more people who are able to support them uh, nurture them guide them and uh, create forums where they say oh look look at her you know when she could do it i can also do it so i wanted to be that sort of influence and inspiration to as many people as i could so that's something that continued from the army to the corporate career to uh, you know being an entrepreneur and uh, even in my personal space so that's something that continued to be there and uh, in the lockdowns uh, my friend uh, who founded three and i when we got together we thought about this as an opportunity because of couple of things a because of the workload at home a lot of women quit their corporate careers or entrepreneurial careers which were in the offline world because uh, they had to manage little children their education they were primary caregivers for elders in the family they had to juggle with everything in the house plus uh, deliver the goods at uh, work also so a lot of women actually uh, gave up their jobs there were others who were forced to shut their uh, practices because the offline world suddenly came to a halt and everybody had to be indoors and they were looking for online avenues there were others who were looking for uh, income on the side because uh, uh, if the uh, you know your significant other lost a job uh, you wanted to contribute in some way so there were so many reasons and so many people we knew out there who needed another channel to uh, you know build their own capabilities and uh, this seemed like the best time to create a community a forum and a tech space where women can uh, share any skills that they might have it could be uh, you know simple things like uh, whatever is their learning uh, education or a language or uh, a dance form or uh, sculpting or painting and you name it it could be you know uh, coaching uh, career counseling it could be 100 things so those were the reasons where we thought we need to create three and it came into existence around the same time last year and uh, uh, i believe it's a great thing because it's given a lot of people the opportunity to learn how uh, the online world operates uh, how to deliver and their customer reach is now across the geographies uh, 
across time zones your own experience of creating your personal brand your own experience of being an entrepreneur uh, or a solopreneur uh, you know with a team that can back you up with all the resources which otherwise you have to grapple with and you know the learning curve becomes bigger so there's so many things which were possible so that's when i thought this would be a great uh, place to get started and that's how uh, you know this venture happened yeah i mean and uh, how difficult was it to you know manage uh different customer segments in different geographies because especially in times like these the voice of the customer has you know uh, has become really important and if you don't pay heed to your customers concerns you won't be able to you know take your organization to a long uh, extent and you won't be able to uh, sustain it in the long run so how did you manage that during this pandemic i guess that's a learning curve for any startup and we are really young uh you know one year journey has only been learning it's only been feedbacks tremendous amount of feedbacks and every day uh the conversations have been how to improve the platform because a tech driven platform especially a video platform uh it's about uh, you know the bandwidth and uh, reception and uh, everybody cannot have the same internet strength so there are people who are logging in from class b class c cities and uh, consumers need to be able to uh, hear you equally well uh, the capacity should be enough for them to uh, kind of deliver without any interruption so there were a lot of uh, things around uh, technology that we were struggling with some of the bugs have been fixed some as time goes by and then you know like any uh, venture we had to sort of continue to prioritize and say what is it that we do first and what is it that we do later so i guess the uh, you know the learning continues the intent is right and we know that uh, over time uh, this will become a valued uh, proposition because uh, we are able to provide uh, uh, you know education to people which was not possible perhaps uh, without the platform and uh, you know identity and space in the online world and the personal brand which was not possible if somebody starts uh, by themselves say on uh, you know a youtube channel or instagram or facebook which will take its own time to grow a followership and things like that so uh, a lot of positives a lot of uh, value because uh, this is the only women's platform so that gave it a significant identity because otherwise uh, women are competing in a uh, common space so a lot of times the gender gets drowned so here uh, uh, you know you are cutting out the competition by uh, 100% and you know you it's it's more like a community of sisters so you learn and grow from each other so and learn from uh, each other so i guess uh, uh, lots of things lots of things i guess that would be another session <laughs> yeah and i mean it's really inspiring for the work you are doing at ste and i mean the thought regarding supporting any particular section of the society in itself is really powerful uh, in the sense that not only it uplifts the society as a whole uh, but also the neighboring communities families and generations to come so that's the thing you know, uh, uh, surya it it seems like a good cause to fight for but often people have come back to us and said why do you want uh, an exclusive platform for women why don't you uh, make it uh, equal for everyone because uh, you are cutting down the market by half uh, you know you are cutting down on partners if you are not taking uh, uh, male partners 
so that's another perspective but then uh, we feel that there are enough platforms which are providing that opportunity in any case and uh, we wanted to stay committed to the cause of women which is why we chose to stay as a women's platform that's really inspiring and also uh, what would be your advice to the young entrepreneurs students or people who are you know just starting off with their careers and also if you could share any book recommendations oh okay interesting yeah. so uh, see the thing is uh, like you said you've watched that uh, tedx which talks about building an epitaph and not my resume that's my number one learning that i give to any 20 year old or 22 year old because i feel that this is the time when you can you have a life ahead of you you can make number of mistakes uh you can recover from them you can also identify and learn about your strengths you can uh, play to your strengths so uh, you know no shouldn't be scared you should not uh, worry about going wrong or what society will say or what anybody else will say uh one should live fully take risks whether it's uh, professional or personal and uh while i say that i definitely want to add that uh, one thing that we learn in the military which is about josh with hosh uh, you know josh achhi baat hoti hai but then you have to have your sensibilities about it if your uh, risk is uh, affecting your family or uh, you know you are burning your parents money or uh, doing something as reckless which will have long term effect on everybody around you then i think it's not worth it uh, you should do stuff which you can soak on your own and uh learn so i think that's something that i definitely want to tell everybody that you need to take risk you need to follow your passion but identify what you're good at uh i may think i'm fantastic as a dancer but the truth is i may not be so that cannot uh, shouldn't be in a fool's paradise you must know what you're good at you should be able to leverage them and only then you will succeed so those are some of the things that i have also learned and i definitely want to tell everybody um the other would be to get mentors uh, in the fields that you're good at or uh, the fields that you aspire, aspire to grow in because um, that's the sharpest and the fastest way of uh, you know growing without making mistakes you can learn from someone else's experiences and no having mentors doesn't mean you have to have one mentor or two mentors you can have five mentors in different uh, you know spheres one in life one about finances one about uh, you know a career passion there could be so many things uh, hobbies so uh, I, i guess it's important to have uh, many mentors or influencers who are positive influence on your life and that really helps uh, the last one as you asked uh, about books so i love uh, reading and um, i guess uh, the one that i always recommend to people is uh, uh you know 80 20 principle because that talks about uh leveraging the best identifying the 20% which is good and then you know applying it to different parts of your life and uh, if you learn that it's again it it gets into everything from time management to resource management to being effective to your relationships uh you know so uh, there's so many things so that's one book which is really my favorite though there are so many others now uh but that's something i really love i am also reading this book right now uh, which is again a very cliched and old one by napoleon hill think and grow rich 
um but i was intrigued i was curious because uh, people talked about it and it talks about the power of manifestation and thinking how one idea or one thought can actually change your life so it's interesting i guess uh, once i'm done with it maybe there are learnings and that i might be able to apply somewhere so uh, yeah so i i guess 8020 principle would be a good book to read uh, the third one uh, i guess uh, oh there are so many <laughs> i i will start giving you a long list sir i think i'll just limit it to uh, 8020 principle for this time maybe next time i'll cover some more on Uh, you know book readings <laughs> definitely and that's really helpful and practical advice to the sense that uh, whatever you told us is really uh, you know uh, we can really apply that in real life yeah and thank you so much for that and you know this unfortunately brings us to the end of this podcast <laughs> thank you much, uh, major vandana for sharing your valuable insights and experience with us and i'm sure that a lot of our listeners would have learned a lot from today's episode thanks once again and best of luck for three thank you surya i hope uh, whatever little i've learned is uh, useful to everyone um, i guess the what we discussed throughout the podcast it's important to have a learning mindset and uh, continue to grow i guess that's one thing that i'd say uh, live each day holistically live free and uh, Uh, whatever the almighty has given uh, make the best use of that so keep growing keep up the good work i am sure uh, the podcast will bring a lot of interesting people to your uh, uh, you know series and uh, there will be significant learnings for everyone who uh, logs in and uh, you know catches people here so take care all the very best thank you guys lovely being here god bless thanks a lot ma'am thank you see so you bye